0: Hi, I'm Mayor Nahid Nenshi, and I'm wearing my pink shirt today so we can talk about kindness. You know, Pink Shirt Day is often seen as a day for anti-bullying. And it's easy for each of us to say to ourselves, well, I'm not a bully, so what does it matter to me? Or I speak out against bullying. But this year, I want us to think a little more deeply, to think a little bit more about kindness in our lives. And I would argue that the reason that our community is so successful You've often heard me talk about how we generously share opportunity with everyone, but it really is about kindness. It's about treating people with respect. It's about being good to other people. Somehow we have that innately within us as Calgarians. Not everyone in the world experiences that in the same way that we do, but it only works if we constantly reinforce it and if we constantly talk about it. Take, for example, our city's response to the newcomers who have come from Syria as refugees. The acts of kindness that have come from Calgarians have been overwhelming. One of my favorite stories is one Saturday afternoon, I got a tweet saying, are you out and about? And by the way, do you have your swimsuit? And it turned out that a group of citizens had gone to the hotel where many refugees were staying to teach the kids how to swim. These are simple acts, but simple acts of kindness that make a difference in our community. And in a community that sometimes seems cold and harsh when you have to deal with people who will say anything they want on social media, regardless of how kind or unkind it is, when you have to deal in a workplace where sometimes that kind of thinking spreads into the workplace, it's important for us to spread that message of kindness to our colleagues and to the citizens whom we serve. Don't get me wrong. This is not about being soft. It's not about not making tough decisions or not standing up to folks who are not being kind, or who are not operating in the best interest of the city. But it is about putting yourself in the other's shoes. It is about working together to common solutions, even if they're tough solutions, by being nice to one another. You know, there's almost 20,000 of us who get to work here at the city every single day. And spreading kindness around our workplace is a really important part of how we express that kindness throughout our community and to our citizens. So have a great day and a kind one.
1: Thank you very much for taking some time to consider this theme. Even last night, my daughter was asking me what this presentation was about. I told her it's about, is kindness overrated in the workplace? And she her automatic response was, no, of course not. And it is, it's one of those themes where you just kind of ponder and think, isn't this a natural? I mean, why are we talking about kindness? What's been interesting over the last maybe 10 or 15 years is that there have been this kind of birth of books on. Themes like kindness in the workplace, respect, civility, all kinds of things along that line about how to create a respectful workplace and a great place to work built on the idea of respectful workplace environment and kindness and civility and all of these soft skills kind of things. So it's kind of interesting. Why are we talking about something that is, well, quote, what we used to learn in the sandbox? I mean, most of us just grew up with the idea that you just learn to be kind to people. It's what our parents taught us to do. So the question that I had was, why talk about this stuff? Well, I think the reason was this. In the work that I have done with a number of teams, they're the ones who have raised the question. They've come back and said, are we just overemphasizing something that all of us should just do naturally? Like, why are we paying so much attention to something that should just be so simple? And I have to admit, I kind of agree with them because I'm a little bit of a cynic. When it comes to anything that's new in team building, organizational culture, leadership, I always wonder if we're just taking an old idea, dressing it up in new clothes, and passing it off as something new and profound and and game changing. And I have to admit, so there's always that little bit of, "Ah, are we sure? And so that's kind of where I'm coming at this from. And hence the title Is Kindness Overrated? Now I'm guessing that perhaps some of you are thinking the same thing. So let me walk you through some of the things that I've found that just as I've looked at this, pondered it, considered it, there are some elements that I have discovered that I just want to share with you over the next few moments. The first kind of thread that I want to take a look at, and there's really two and these two really go hand in hand together. They're really closely intertwined. The first idea is this, that words are powerful. It's not really a new idea, but I think it's one that we don't often pay attention to. The idea is basically this, that what we say actually has influence, and sometimes we're not aware of the influence that it has. So there's actually been a lot of study done on this. So for example, I don't know how they did this one, but they actually found that for every one negative comment that a child hears growing up, it takes 10 positive affirmations to counteract the effect of that one negative comment. Kind of makes you pause if you're a parent. It's a little bit humbling to think of the impact that you're having on your child. To go along with that idea, I mean, I remember my my mom telling me growing up, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. I'm willing to bet that a number of you have used that exact same phrase. And with all due respect to my mom and every mom out there and every parent out there, I don't think she got that one right. Because the reality is those words do matter, that of course sticks and stones hurt, but so do names hence the thing with children growing up. Another way of looking at it is this, another study in the US did it this way, and I think this might apply to us and particularly Deerfoot Trail, but they they took a look at how road rage is normally handled. And the idea behind road rage is that you lock your doors, you pay attention to just the road, you don't make eye contact with other drivers, all of that kind of thing. But actually they found that the most effective way, up to 85% of road rage would have been handled addressed and and gone away if a simple apology was offered. So it's a fascinating kind of idea that those words, that simple apology, that simple positive comment can make a huge difference. Now, I know we're not face to face, I know we're not in the same room, but to try to illustrate this a little bit deeper, work with me on this one. How many of you can remember a negative comment or critique that was made of you or to you that happened months ago, maybe even years ago, but you can remember it, you can recall it, you can hear it. Now, again, I know we're not face to face, but I've asked this question in a a group of people, and inevitably, the majority are nodding yes, and some of them surprisingly so, where they start to remember, you're right, I can remember that critique. Now, I'm gonna ask you another question. I know it's an odd question. I know you really can't answer this question, but just, again, work with me here. How many positive affirmations do you think that in that same time frame, in those same months, in that same years or whatever it's been, how many positive comments have you received that you have no recollection of whatsoever? And again, as I work through with a crowd about this and I'm guessing you're doing the same thing, people kind of pause and think, yeah, you're right. For some reason as human nature will gravitate towards that one negative thing and not necessarily hear about all the positive stuff. Now, some have asked, is the reverse true? Like, what about positive comments? And actually, ironically, it is. There has been a great deal of work about how positive comments also make the shift. See, just like that one negative comment may stick with you, hopefully, the opposite is also true, that you can think back through your professional career as you've grown as a person, and that there was that one comment or that one person who just affirmed who you were, what you were about, and what you did. And it, it made a difference. It just set you on a course. It just shifted things in a way that, that just positively impacted you. There's been a great deal of work, believe it or not, on just the power of a genuine thank you. Amazing amount of work on just those words. Again, the power of that phrase. And again, the best way perhaps to describe it is this. I don't know anyone who doesn't want and doesn't like to be appreciated for who they are and what they do. Matter of fact, most people who leave jobs will cite a lack of appreciation as one of the main reasons why they leave. And they've done a lot of work, lots of comments made about just a genuine thank you. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment because there's a key element to that to really make a difference. But the point is this, words are powerful. Mark Twain put it this way. And he's a little bit of a curmudgeon, if I remember right, as you read through his stuff. He said, I could live on a good compliment for two months. Reminds me of a story my nephew told me. He talked about a boy who came into his class with a new pair of jeans in high school. And a girl commented that she liked the jeans. That kid wore the same pair of jeans for 30 days straight. So what do we have? Power of words goes both ways, both negative and positive. And really the choice is yours. Now the other thread that I want to work in there, the other kind of anchor point, is that not only words have power, but our words and our actions are actually contagious. It's an interesting phenomenon, but I think we've all experienced this. So for example, how many of you have been on a trip with a larger group of people? It doesn't have to be a massive trip, or it doesn't have to be a huge group of people, but just a larger number than you and one other person. And notice what happens as soon as somebody starts complaining one person starts talking about something. Don't like the weather, don't like the food, they're tired, something along that line. And notice what happens to the entire group. It's amazing how eventually the entire group starts (coughs) complaining. It's just that contagious kind of thing. That, That thing where all of a sudden we're all in a bad mood because of something somebody said. Works the other way as well. A lot of work done on the idea that positive comments make a difference. Matter of fact, they've actually set this up in control groups where they've started one group off and they had one person go in and start on the negative to see what it did with the tone of the group. And again, one person walk in and talk about the positive and see where it went with the group. And sure enough, both work. One person can influence an entire group of people in a negative fashion, or one person can influence a group on a positive fashion. It's an amazing phenomenon to watch. When it comes to actual kindness, respect, civility, those kinds of pieces, a massive survey done in the states showed that 94% of people who are treated disrespectfully will actually get back at the offender. See, most of us would say, ah, oh, no, I'm good. I would just, you know, brush it off. It's no big deal. But 94% get back. And what's even more interesting is even though the percentage isn't as high, but in the eighties, 80% of people will say, not only do I get back at the offender, but I actually pass it on to somebody else. And I'm willing to bet that all of us have done that or experienced that, where someone will come in and you'll greet them and say, hello, and they bark at you or say something. You're like, what did I do? And the answer is you didn't do anything, but maybe something happened to them on the way to work or something else happened. And you're like, wait a minute, but I didn't do it. But you just pass it on to whoever's closest, whoever's next. And that's what I'm getting at, is that our words are powerful, but they're also contagious. We don't just keep them to ourselves. We share them with other people. For our media context, that's really where Pink Shirt Day got started. Two kids in Nova Scotia. One kid got bullied, and another, other two kids got the idea that, hey, maybe we could do something about that. And he got bullied because he wore a pink shirt to the first day of school. So the next day, all they did was go and find as many pink shirts as they could find and hand them out to kids as just the statement that, no, we don't bully kids. And it has grown into a national phenomenon, and it's one that we're celebrating now. Same idea. One person who decides, or two people in that case who decide, that, no, there's something positive that can be done. So simple idea, power of words, and that they're contagious. So what does that mean? What do we do with that? So what? What are the benefits of all of this? Well, actually there's quite a few and I just wanna share just a couple of them. The first really is personal. Again, lots of work done on this and I'm sure I'm sharing stuff that you already know, but let me just kind of remind you. From a personal perspective, we know that a kindness, attitude, positive, all of that does a lot for our physical and mental well-being. It just does, those good, Um, Hormones, those good chemicals in our bodies are actually encouraged. Our body produces more. It's like when you laugh, it's all of that. And that's just good for you physically. Kindness actually reduces stress. That well-timed joke that makes you laugh, that makes you feel good about it, actually lowers stress, your heart rate, blood pressure, everything that goes with it. And although I think we have a ways to go yet, we're paying way more attention to mental health. And I'm not just talking about a specific diagnosis of a mental concern or mental health issue, but just mental health in general. Because just like our physical health where you have good and bad days, feeling a little off, feeling a little under the weather not quite right, something like that physically, then you adjust and you deal with it. Same mentally. Some days we're right on. Everything's great. Good attitude, can handle stuff. But for whatever reason, maybe a day is just not going as well. I'm a little bit off, I'm a little bit distracted, I'm a little bit anxious, something along that line. And again, same thing, kindness, respect have a way of kind of dealing with some of that. It just has a way of calming things down, putting us in that positive mind frame. And that's directly linked to that idea that our words are powerful, that they have an impact, and that they're contagious. Now you can broaden that out a little bit, and this is where a lot of the work that I've done really comes into play here because it's the teams that I've worked with that have really kind of taught me a lot of this. There's a tremendous amount of benefit to working in a kinder environment. There really is. See, for a team, think of it this way. In a team environment, what does it take to problem-solve really well? Like, think of it that way. Like, you've got an issue that you need to work with collectively. What are the skill sets? What has to happen to do that well? I mean, there's, there's a number of different pieces, but normally it's things like I'm willing to throw out ideas, we, we banter back and forth, we push back. What about this? What about that? And you think outside the box. Well, think of what it takes to make that happen. See, if I throw out an idea that's kind of from left field, that's a little bit weird, a little bit odd, and you jump on me, you think, oh, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. What were you thinking? What are the chances next time that I'm going to share an idea that might be a little bit off? I mean, it's unlikely. I mean, some people will, but most of us, the moment that we feel like we're not going to be taken seriously or treated respectfully, we're not going to contribute. We just don't. So part of what the emphasis, and I think this is why we're talking about kindness in the workplace and why so much emphasis is being put on it, is because it has direct benefit to teamwork. We collaborate better with people who we respect and who respect us. Uh, it's, a, it's a trust-building thing. If I trust you, we can have those conversations necessary. There's better information flow. We share better. Um, there's all kinds of things. Like I said, creativity is one of those things. And there's an aspect that we could spend a whole, you know, whole much greater time on. Is just what does it take to be creative? And creative means you have to take risks. And taking risks means that there's this level of trust. And we tend to trust people who treat us well. And we can make it even bigger than that. I remember reading about one company, and this was the real piece that got them going on this, was they realized that creating a respectful workplace based on kindness and civility and those kinds of pieces wasn't just good for their employees and their teams, but it actually affected everyone their employees came in touch with, including family when they went home. And that was the deal for them. That was when they took a look and went, this is worth looking at, because it's not just what happens at work, but what happens at work goes home. So if work is good, chances are they can take that home, and they affect all the people they touch. Now that alone, I think, is worth taking a look at, especially for an organization like the City of Calgary. And again, we'll get to this here in just a moment, but the City of Calgary lays out as part of its mission is it's not just about the work environment that you have, but it's how you influence an entire city. So all of that kind of flows out on not just how you do your job together, but how you deal with me as I come in off the street. And I want to ask a question about, well, what about this permit? Or what about that? Or we're interacting about some aspect of city life and how I interact with you affects me and you and it just has that larger impact and it flows out. Now before I kind of finish up, what I wanna do is circle back to some of the yeah buts that I often get with a team because there are some concerns that I think are worth taking a look at. One of the ones that they often share and I I think this is worth mentioning is their concern that we're gonna create an eggshell environment, that all of this emphasis on being kind And the phrase they use, quite frankly, is we're just gonna be politically correct that we're gonna create this kind of eggshell environment where people are afraid to make a mistake. And I mean, I can't speak for the city of Calgary, but the teams that I work with, that's the last thing that people are wanting to do. It's not a question of creating an environment where people are afraid to say something wrong or make a mistake because, hey, that's life. We do that all the time or maybe I do that all the time. Maybe it's not you, but most days there's always something that's said a little bit wrong or a little bit off or didn't go over quite well or something along that line. So that's not the point here. It's not an eggshell. And to kind of go along with that idea, it has to be genuine. And this is what I was alluding to before about that genuine thank you. It has to be real. And it's the same with this whole theme of kindness. It can't be artificial. If it's just artificial, it doesn't get us very far. The reality is, and that's where these teams really put their hands up and say if we're just trying to create an environment, we're all just being fake and we're all just pretending we like each other and if we're all just pretending that everything's good, what is that going to get us anywhere? And the answer is no, it doesn't. So how do we wrestle with that? Actually, I don't know if you, if you watch this movie. best thing about having kids is you get to see kids' movies as an adult and it's okay to sit there and watch. I don't know how many of you saw the movie Inside Out and if you haven't, spoiler alert, I'm going to share with you a key piece so maybe you just kind of want to mute for a moment. But if you have seen the movie, the basic premise is this, uh, family moves across country and their teenage daughter moves with them and the whole story revolves around her and the inner voices that are going on and the emotions that she's going through. And what happens is she is left behind, her friends, her hockey team and all the good things. But Her dad got a promotion and it's good for the family to move. And so she puts on this happy face and that it's all good, that kind of thing. But the storyline is how sadness is disrupting all of that. And the point to me that I took away from it is there is a place for sadness. That it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be frustrated. Those are normal human emotions then they're part of the workplace. And so when I'm talking about kindness and maybe this is where we get into the overrated piece, it's not just about being kind, but it's being genuine. How do you be kind when someone is sad, angry, or frustrated? And there's a conversation that we could continue to have. The other piece that teams often put in, and I've actually had teams where people tell me, they're afraid to make a joke in the workplace because somebody will be offended. And it's true on some level. Actually, if you take a look at humor, and there's actually been work done on this too, but all humor in some way, shape, or form makes fun of somebody. Even if it's self-deprecating humor, it's making fun of me as I use it. Somebody is being picked on in some way, shape, or form. Almost all humor hinges around that. So what does that mean? Well, again, I get nervous when teams talk about we're afraid to use humor because I think humor is an essential part of a great place to work. So the question is raised. How do you have good humor and be kind at the same time? So it's something worth pursuing, talking about. And the last little kind of yeah buts that I often get is, does being kind mean we avoid those key conversations that are difficult to have? So I've had managers ask, you know, how do I do a performance review if I'm always wanting to be kind? Like what if there is an issue that I actually have to deal with? I think that's a great question. Or what if we're actually having conflict? See, I think that our, one of our skills that we really need in our, in our workplace is how to get along with people who are different than us because the reality is we are different. And a common approach that we've often heard is, let's just pretend that everyone agrees and everyone gets along and we're all on the same page on everything and and everything's fine. And that's where teams push back and they say, this kindness thing seems to be suggesting that that's the issue. That we're just gonna pretend that everything's great. But it's just not true. So what does that mean? Well actually, instead of, I would look at it this way. Kindness doesn't take away from having difficult conversations. I would actually say that kindness gives us a tool to manage those difficult conversations in a better way. I think it's perfectly all right to say, I disagree with that idea. I'm not sure we're on the same page. I don't think that is where we should go. But there is a way of saying that that shows respect for the other person who we disagree with. And that's an art form. It's not easy. It takes work. It takes effort. But it is one of the pushbacks that I often get. And I'm guessing you're thinking the same way. So where does that leave us? What about the City of Calgary? On the City of Calgary webpage, there is an introductory piece and it has three kind of pieces and it talks about our story, who we are and why we're here. And on that why we're here bit, the basic phrase is this, that together we're making Calgary a great place to live and a great place to make a life. My paraphrase. If you believe that to be true, then there's a lot of work that needs to go into that. Calgary also emphasizes four C's to make that happen. One of those C's is character. And to me, that's really what we talk about when we're talking about kindness, that it feeds into that character, both personal and corporate. That kindness is one of those core virtues that we learned in the sandbox, that we learned on the playground. But it is that piece that that needs work and effort. We just can't assume that it's always going to be there. Lots of specific examples. Obviously, the easy one, low-hanging fruit. But when the flood happened in 2013, think of all the stories that came out of people who just came to help. I mean, even the Edmonton Police Force sent people to Calgary on their off-duty time to help because it's what we do. And the stories were all over the place. Now, in some respects, you say, well, that's big, big issues, of course we would do it with that. But I think there's other examples. So I had one actually sent to me as we were talking about this presentation and presented. Of the the Calgary uh, transit operator who got caught on film, stopped her bus to help a guy in a wheelchair navigate a snowy intersection. He was just spinning his wheels, and all she did was hop out of her bus and help him across. And she didn't know, but a passing motorist took a picture, posted, and it just kind of went viral, as they say. Great story little detail not a big thing per se but huge impact because all it says is that little action that little positiveness impacted not only that person in the wheelchair but everyone else who got to see it now here's the thread that I kind of wonder with that see just like when we talked about previously that sometimes it's easy to remember the one negative comment and miss all the positive comments that we've received I think sometimes it's easy to focus on the one negative or the negative things that are happening. And we miss all of the kindness that's going on around. And I think maybe that's a mental thing. As Canadians, we talk about, we joke about how we're always polite, something along that line. And it's interesting as people kind of share with that. But it is us, it's part of our heritage and especially here in the West, we talk a lot about that. See, there's that Western hospitality that we emphasize. See, in the West, we're settlers. This was founded on that rugged, individual, kind of independent, we can make anything happen here. And that still permeates our culture to some degree. But to go along with that, there was that sense of hospitality, that we needed to take care of one another in the midst of settling this area and interacting with people. And I think that's something we're proud of. We talk about Calgary hospitality. We talk about coming to Alberta, that this is a great place to visit, that we take care of our people. But I think it's something we can't take for granted. It really is something that we need to keep in mind and work with, that if we're not paying attention to it, it can go away, culture does shift. And I think that's really what the city of Calgary is talking about, that when we're talking about character and commitment and being competent at your job and being, you know, working collaboratively and all of those pieces that the city talks about, that we're talking about impacting not just the environment at your job, but the entire environment of the city and the province and the country, and even a global community. So if we circle back to the question, is kindness overrated? I think the answer is no, it's not. Obviously, there's a larger context. There are some yeah, buts. There's some legitimate kind of, you know, let's make sure it's genuine and real. It's not the only piece, but it's definitely something worth considering. So as you consider pink shirt day and just what it started out to be, a little bit of homework, just one act of kindness. I know you've heard it before, but just choose one thing today that maybe you can do that just brightens somebody else's day that hopefully it's contagious enough to pass along. Thanks for taking some time.